All right, what's up, guys? How's it going? How are you guys feeling today? Tired? Tired? <laughs> okay, I feel you. I feel you. Awesome, awesome. All right, well, as people are trickling in, I'll just go ahead and introduce myself. Uh, my name is Joseph. I'm from uh, the San Francisco Bay Area. Do we have anyone from Northern California or the Bay Area? All right, woo go Warriors. Let's go, let's go. Do we got any from, anyone from SoCal? Okay, anyone from out of state, maybe? Oh, okay, okay, a few people. All right, sweet, sweet. Well, um, I am so excited to see you guys, and I'm so excited to meet you all, and I'm really excited for this seminar. And um, in this workshop, I'm super excited to share the ways that God is using students just like you guys to reach your generation with the gospel. And it's my hope that you'll be inspired by some of the stories uh, that I share to share your faith at your school. So, show of hands, uh, what kind of schools do you guys go to? Do we got any public schoolers in the house? Okay, good number of you. Awesome. Do we got any private schoolers? All right, two hands up if you're homeschooled. Let's go. All right, sweet, sweet. Awesome. Well, whatever school that you guys go to, uh, God can use you in huge ways to reach your friends with the gospel message. And by the end of this, we'll, we'll be, you'll be able to walk away with practical training to bring the gospel to your schools. And post-camp, our ministry is here to help come alongside you in any way that we can to help you be effective in sharing your faith. So there is a little response card. You guys can go ahead and put that in the air. Whoop, whoop. All right, so there's a response card in your packet. Pull that pull that out. And if you're interested, uh, fill that out by the end of our time together. You'll also see in the packet a worksheet right here for you to take notes. And this will, this will be super helpful for you guys to just remember what we talked about today. Um, and uh, you got two other things. You have this black little gospel tract right here. So uh, this will be important later. And um, you have something called a life book. So the, those are the, the tools that, that we put in your guys' toolkit here today. All right, so um, now that we got that out of the way, I want to kind of take on a little heavier tone, and I want to talk about a problem. So there's a big problem in this world, and you guys might be wondering, like, okay, Joseph, why should I share my faith? Why is it even that important to begin with? But before we answer that question, I want to ask you guys a question. What problems do you guys see in your schools? Just go ahead and shout them out. Just what problems do you see in your schools? Depression, Depression okay, that's a big one. Anything else? Anxiety, what was that one? Homework, Homework dude, that's, that's a big problem, man. What was that? Nihilism, dude, that's a huge one, man. Yeah, totally. So, um, yeah, there's, there's so many problems at school. Uh, there's, there's skyrocketing anxiety, broken families, depression, drugs, lack, lack of self-worth. All of these are physical symptoms of a spiritual problem. Students have a hole in their heart and they need Jesus. But praise God, Jesus can set them free from habitual shame, he, uh, habitual sin. He can remove their shame and he can give them a new life. He can give them purpose and hope beyond the circumstances of this life. And we want to give them the good news that he can do that. And all that we've, sh uh, and what's it called? I believe that you guys came to this workshop because you want to make a difference, but maybe you don't know how and you aren't alone. So we're going to spend time in just a bit diving into how to clearly share your faith. And we've helped students at over 500 schools proclaim their faith, not just with their friends, but with their entire school. And guys, God can use you, and you can do it. 
So I want to tell you guys a story about a student named Jackson. Jackson was a student just like you guys from a high school in Chicago called Richards High School. And uh, he decided that he wanted to address a problem at his school, and he wanted to, to address it with the gospel. So he became a decision point leader. He, dis- he started a, a Christian club at his school, and he learned how to share his faith. And then he decided to host something called an outreach week. Over 270 students came and heard the gospel through that outreach week, and dozens of students accepted Christ for the first time, and many others recommitted their lives to him. How crazy is that? One student that Jackson followed up with was named Muhammad. You see, Muhammad, he grew up in a Muslim household, um, but God led him to attend the outreach week, and after attending the outreach week, God got a hold of his heart. And by the end of that outreach week, he said this, I am not a Muslim anymore. I've decided to follow Jesus. And now, Muhammad is reading through the Bible and has experienced the joy of knowing Jesus and the love of God that comes only through Christ. Check out what Muhammad wrote on social media recently. He says this, and this is someone who used to be a Muslim like 48 hours before. He says, God, thank you for making a way for me to have a relationship with you. Show me how I can spend intentional time with knowing you In Jesus' name, amen. Guys, if you don't walk away from this seminar with anything else, I want you to walk away with this. If God can use Jackson to reach Muhammad, God can use you to reach one of your friends at your school. So you might be encouraged by this powerful story about Jackson, but you might also be discouraged thinking, okay, Joseph, that's cool what God did with Jackson, but You don't know how many problems I have. You don't know how messed up I am. You don't know how shy I am. There's no way I can do what he did. Not only can you do it, but God is with you as you do it. According to Ephesians 3, Matthew 28, and 1 Timothy 4, God is able, God is with you, and God can use you guys even though you're young. Now, you might be able to see that the Lord is with you and has called you to share your faith with others, but you might think, yeah, but I'm not allowed to at school, right? wrong. You're actually protected legally by two laws that protect you to share the gospel at at your school. So let's talk about those two laws and be sure to write these on your worksheet so you can remember them later. So first, the first law is the First Amendment. Is anyone here familiar with the First Amendment? Okay, we got some junior lawyers. All right, sweet. So the First Amendment guarantees freedom of Speech, religion, okay, cool. So First Amendment guarantees freedom of speech during non-instructional time. So this means that you could openly talk about Jesus, you can pass out Bibles, you could even wear Christian clothes without fear of people like suing you or persecution. The second law that protects you guys is the Equal Access Act. And this essentially states that Christian clubs are to be treated equally to non-Christian clubs. So for example, if, um, let's just say, Uh, a Harry Potter club, a chess club, or like a Canadian vegan indie alternative rock club decides to host events on campus, bring in guest speakers, or do any of that, so can the Christian club. Now, now that you know that it's possible and that the law is on your side, what can you do? So for the rest of our time, we want to dive into how you can actually share your faith. My simple question to you is, what if, what if, God used you to reach your friends, your classmates, your school, and this entire generation. 
And as you think through that, check out this video to see how God used students just like you guys to bring the gospel to their whole school. Sharing the gospel at, at Sienega is something I feel like to do because um, I really feel just this darkness at the school. I feel like just this light in this, in this dark room. It's hurting so bad and students don't even know. They don't know how wonderful Jesus is and that's what I hope to tell them and bring them the good news. I really want my peers to know just like the sacrifice that Jesus made for us and just how much God loves us and unconditionally because it's such like just a broken world and people feel so unloved and feel the need to um, just be fake and like gain people's favor by like, following the crowd and there's something so much better if they just pursue Jesus and just give them hope in their lives. You may be the only Christian that they've talked to ever or that has really been intentional with them. It's really cool to see um, the fruits of like what happens at these outreach weeks. Uh, we've seen uh, probably hundreds if not thousands of people hear the gospel at our school. A lot of students who are not only coming for the food but they're coming to hear what the speakers are talking about. We got to partner with some really cool pastors throughout the week that came in to do rallies at these schools. So they came in and they spoke on the gospel. Some of them shared their testimonies. At, our, at my home church, we're told all the time that high school is the biggest mission field in the world. And I really get to see that with all the hurt and broken students on our campus. And for me, this has helped me because it's helped equip me with the tools that, I, that I'm going to need. Especially during Outreach Week, you really have to step outside of your comfort zone. It's just really helped me to be more bold and confident in my faith everywhere that I go. I could never imagine like having such a cool like event that like so many students are going to and hearing about God. All of a sudden, the pages of scripture become alive to them. Now it's not just a, a distant story in the past, and that would be nice if it happened today, but they get to see God experience in miraculous ways right in second period at their school. It's amazing. Sweet. So I want to ask you guys, what stood out to you uh, about the video? Just go ahead and shout it out. What, what were one or two things that stood out to you guys? Yeah, totally. That most of the students didn't know. Anyone else? How many kids showed up? That's, that's, that always surprises us every time. Yeah, yeah, you might be the only person that they'll ever hear the gospel through. That's a great one. Yeah, that they were bold enough to actually do it. That's huge. Awesome. Let's hear one more. The school allowed it to happen. Yeah, totally. Awesome. Awesome. Well, you guys can go ahead and even just, just jot a quick note on your worksheet. What kind of impact do you guys think an event like this could have on your middle school or high school? Just go ahead and write it down on that worksheet. What kind of, what kind of impact could it have on your campus and even in your friends' lives? All right, so I want to go ahead and talk about what it looks to lead an on-campus outreach. To host on-campus outreaches like what we saw in the video, it takes Christian club leaders leading them. If that's you, would you raise your hands? Are there any Christian club leaders in this room? Okay, awesome. Thank, thanks, thanks for what you do, man. That's awesome. All right, and we believe that 
Christian club leaders are in a unique position on their campuses as leaders. And what if you could give every student on your campus the opportunity to hear the gospel before they graduate? It's possible, and we'd love to provide ongoing support for you throughout the year, but more on that later. And if you're not a Christian club leader, that's all right. You can still do this. You can share this vision with the leaders of your club at your school, and you can offer to help them host an outreach week. And if there isn't a club on campus, that's totally okay too. You can go start one. And we have a video on our website to help you guys out with that. And if you go to private school, you can still lead outreach. So many students on your campus still don't know about Jesus, and they would listen to you. And if you're homeschooled, share the gospel with other homeschool students. We've actually put on outreaches that were led by homeschool students in people's houses at people's church and people's churches, and people have actually gotten saved through them. So if you're homeschooled, you can still make an impact. And for those of you who just graduated high school, how cool would it be if you could come alongside students near your college by coaching high school, middle school students. So if, you're, if you just graduated or if you're in college, go ahead and put that on your response card and we'll follow up with you. All right, and so now we wanna give you guys three practical challenges for all of you to help you share the gospel this year. And we really wanna boil down these practical challenges in just in, in three ways. So we got the pray five challenge, we got the give God God's word challenge, and we got the go witness challenge. So let's go ahead and dive right into those. I'll answer your question at the end. All right, so let's talk about the pray five challenge. So when it comes to sharing our faith, undoubtedly our most powerful tool is prayer. And the pray five challenge is simply this. Commit to praying for five people for five minutes each day for five weeks. And you want to pray for these three things specifically. First, that you would have an open door to share the gospel. Second, that you would share the gospel clearly and boldly. And finally, that the people that you share with would come to know Christ. I want to, uh, I want to share a quick story with you guys. So there was a student named Daniel. And when he took the Pray 5 Challenge, he saw God at work in, cre- in incredible ways. He said, I began praying every day that God would give me opportunities to share my faith and that I would be courageous enough to take these opportunities when they showed up. Soon enough, I was looking all over for these moments and guess what? I was finding these opportunities everywhere. The coolest thing that happened my senior year was that while eating barbecue, me and my best friend started talking about eternity, God, and the gospel. That conversation opened the door for multiple other conversations about the gospel and the questions that my friend had. That year, my friend gave his life to Jesus, and now, years later, we still get together every week and talk, pray, and serve at our church together. Was personal witnessing awkward? Sure, sometimes it was. But was it worth it? A million times yes. Guys, what if we began to pray for our friends like Daniel prayed for his friends? What would be different on your campus? What could be different in your friends' lives? So I want to invite you to take this challenge. I want to give you guys a few minutes to write on your worksheet the names of five people in your life that you want to pray for. The names of five people who don't yet know Christ. And you can put anyone on there. You can put your friends Uh, You can put your worst enemies, heck, even put your bully on there. It doesn't matter who they are. Just put down the names of five people. So I'll give you guys a few moments to do that.
right, I'll give you guys a few more moments. Who has written down all five names? Okay, a few people. Uh, who's written down three names? Two names. Who needs more time? Okay, I'll give you guys some more time. You said you had a question? Oh, I got you, bro. <laughs> Sweet. All right. And as you guys think about those last few names, I want to go ahead and transition into our second challenge, and that is the Give God's Word Challenge. And the Give God's Word Challenge is simply this, to walk around on your campus and give out God's Word to your peers. You might be wondering why we should do this. Did you know that over 50% of students have never heard one of the most basic verses of all the Bible? John 3.16. If you go up to students, over half of them have never heard John 3.16, and even more have never even picked up a Bible, let alone have read it. So I want to tell you a story real quick. Mariana was a student who came to the end of an outreach week. He got a Bible. He went home. He read it. He got saved, and then he became a youth pastor years later. And that was just after literally picking up a Bible and reading it. Imagine what could happen if you pass out dozens tens, maybe even hundreds of Bibles on your campus. What would be different at your school? Now, you might be wondering how we could do this. And like I shared with the First Amendment, you are allowed to pass out Christian literature as long as it's not during class time. Specifically, we encourage you to pass out these things called life books. And we gave you a life book in your packet, and it's literally just uh, the gospel of either Mark or John, depending on which one you get. And on the back, there's actually this really cool website called thelifebook.com, and your youth pastor can go onto that website and order hundreds of these for free for you to pass out on your campus. And that's super cool. All right, now I want to uh, go ahead and transition to our last challenge, which is arguably my favorite challenge, the Go Witness Challenge. So beyond just sharing the gospel with the five people or with the five names that you wrote down, what if you could share the gospel with everyone on your campus? How incredible that we, how incredible would that be? So pick a date this fall to go out and proactively start conversations about Jesus with students on your campus. Yes, students you may not even know. Grab your friends and do it together. You could even write down a few, the names of a few people you know who you could challenge to join you. Sounds scary? It might be at first. Feel like it'd be awkward? It doesn't have to be. It's so worth it. So let's root ourselves in truth, and then we'll talk about some practical training on how you can actually know how to have a conversation with your friends about Jesus. So super quick, let's talk about three things the Bible says about why we should witness. So first, we are God's ambassadors. God is pleading through us to people to be reconciled to him. Second, God commands us to proclaim the gospel. And third, if we don't, then who will? So my question for you guys today is this. When God opens the door, will you be ready? When God opens the door for you to share your faith during any of these challenges, whether it's through pray five, give God's word, or go witness, will you be ready? And the thing is, we want you to be ready. And so we're going to take the remainder of the seminar and teach you guys how to actually share the gospel. So there's five steps to sharing the gospel, and it's simply summarized like this. 
First, prepare for the conversation. Second, begin the conversation. Third, share the gospel. Four, invite the person you talk to to respond. And fifth, prepare for follow-up. It's really as simple as that. And I'm going to dive into the first three steps because usually people get stuck actually starting, starting the conversation. So we're going to focus on those. Um, so let's talk about that first step. Before you talk to anyone about Jesus, you want to prepare by praying for boldness. You want to pray for love, truth. You want to surrender your fears to God. Um, when I'm out witnessing on the streets, uh, if, I, if I find someone that I want to talk to, before I even go up to them, I ask God. I'm just like, God, give me the right words to say. Take me out of the picture. Speak through me to this person. So, so prayer is super important when sharing your faith. And then begin the conversation by literally just starting a conversation just like you would with anyone else, just by, you know, using a simple, like, hey, what's up? How's it going? Simple as that. Um, and then what you want to do is ask a transition question. So if you know the person, this could be a good question to ask. Hey, I don't think I've ever asked you, but what are your thoughts on God? Or what's your faith background? So turn to your neighbor and practice asking your neighbor that simple question right there. Go. All right, how was that? Not, not, not too hard, right? Pre pretty simple, pretty straightforward question. All right, so that's what, you, that's what you could ask someone if you already know them. If you uh, don't know them, you could introduce yourself and share why you're talking with them. So uh, let me just use someone as an example. Um, can I use you as an example, man? All right, so let's just say I'm walking down the street, and I'm just like, all right, you know what? I'm going to share the gospel with my, br with my friend here. What's your name? Jack. Jack. All right, I'm going to share the gospel with Jack. All right, so this is something that you could say. Hey, how's it going, how's it going, Jack? Wait, I wouldn't know your name. <laughs> how's it going, man? My name is Joseph, and I'm actually going around and asking people what they think about God. Is it cool if I get your thoughts on God? See, simple as that. All right, so go ahead and practice with your friends asking that simple question. Go. So, a super vital aspect of sharing your faith or witnessing is actually hearing what the other person has to say. Um, because when we actually listen to their response, it shows them that we actually genuinely care about them and we're not just trying to roast them or we're not just trying to create an argument to, to cut them down. So, after they tell you their response to that question, you listen to what they have to say, then you ask a permission question. And a permission question is simply you saying, hey, thank you so much for sharing with me what you believe. Is it cool if I share with you what I believe? And in my experience, when I ask someone this question, I've never had anyone turn me down. So it's super simple. So um, just go ahead and turn to your neighbor and practice asking this simple question right here. Go. 
All right, sweet, sweet. So easy enough, easy enough. All right, so now we're going to talk about, we're going to get to the meat and potatoes, how you actually share the gospel clearly. So I want to really emphasize these four points, and when I share these four points, I want you guys to repeat after me. So first, when it comes to sharing the gospel, the first point you want to mention is God. So repeat after me. God, our condition, Christ, and our response. All right, one more time, one more time. Here we go. God, our condition, Christ, and our response. All right, perfect. And you guys can jot that down on your worksheet. So I want to unpack these four points. So if I were to share the gospel with someone, it would look something like this. I would essentially say to them, hey, God created you to know him personally. He loves you and he wants to be in a relationship with you. Second, we are all sinful and separated from God. Third, thankfully, God didn't leave us in our sin. He made a way. God gave up his son Jesus to die on the cross for our sins, to pay the debt for our sins. Then he rose again, defeating the grave. Jesus is the only solution for our sins, and he is the way, the truth, and the life. But everyone has a choice. If you individually place your faith in Jesus and believe in him as your Lord and Savior, then you can know God personally, encounter his love, and have eternal life. So what do you think? What would keep you from making this choice today? It's really as simple as that. And I think I maybe took like a minute and a half maybe, if that. So that's, that's, how, you can, that's how you can sum up the gospel in just about a minute and a half. And uh, so now what we're going to do is actually practice that. So grab a partner next to you and choose one of you to go first and sh- summarize those four points to your partner. God, our condition, Christ, and our response. And you could also use the, the gospel bu- booklet right here that we've given you. Um, and you could literally just read out of it. Uh, it's, it's super simple and super concise. So go ahead and grab a partner and practice for a few minutes. Go. Grab one of those. Thanks.
right, so let's go ahead and just share our last sentences with our partner and bring those conversations to a close. All right, how was that for you guys? Thumbs up, like, dude, that was super easy. Thumbs side, like, I think I need more practice. Thumbs down, that was horrible. I never want to do that again. All right, okay, okay. So we need, some of us need some practice. That's, that's perfectly okay. All right, so there you go. We walked away with three challenges that you can do to reach your school with the gospel and practical training with how to share the gospel. And it excites me so much to see how God can reach this generation. I want to close by inviting you all to take out your response cards right here and uh, just filling those out. And if you guys want to, want to partner with Decision Point and receive mentorship from us on how you could start a Christian club on your campus and how you can share your faith at your school, uh, feel free to fill this out. And we'd love to follow up with you guys and start mentoring you guys. Um, and on top of that, um, there's also an option to say yes to the challenges that we talked about today. And really becoming a decision point leader is not just doing outreach or sharing your faith. It's, it's really choosing to, to live a lifestyle of being a witness for Christ. It's really choosing to be a light for Christ wherever you go. Some of you maybe, maybe feel compelled to reach your school with the gospel, and will you say yes to doing these challenges? And as a ministry, we'd love to partner with you guys um, and your youth pastor. Actually, do we have any youth pastors in here? Okay, all right. Okay, <laughs> all good, all good. Um, well, on our website, we've got a bunch of super cool resources. Uh, we've got 39 online training videos. We've got a starter kit with tools and some super cool merch. And uh, we've, we've written out a bunch of club meetings that you can use so you don't have to like prepare club meetings. But most importantly though, we wanna come alongside with you and connect you to other students who are also proclaiming the gospel at their schools. And believe it or not, there's actually schools nationwide who are doing uh, what we just talked about today on their campuses and we'd love to connect you guys with other Christian club leaders. And uh, we'll give you a few minutes to fill out the response card, and then uh, you can give them to my beautiful wife, Becca, or myself, and uh, we'll follow up with you guys very soon. So go ahead and fill those out, um, and if you guys are done, you can feel free to head out to the next session. Thank you guys so much.